0: W-E-F-U-N-K We Funk What's happening y'all, Big LW's Jammin' World Podcast, Episode 6, Season 2, I'm your host Liam Whalen, your boy Big LW, Big W-E-F-U-N-K, we funk. Thank you so much for joining us on the Jammin' World, don't forget to check out the entire uh, Big LW family of podcasting goodness. Uh, Big LW Podcasts, all your various platforms, of course, Uh, SoundCloud, YouTube, Spotify, iTown, and uh, Big News, Uh, but Big LW Podcasts, available on Twitter, (laughs) so get all my tweets at Big LW Podcasts. And that is not going to be the only big news uh, of the show. uh, Can it get bigger than at Big LW Podcasts on Twitter? Yes, indeed it can. And it will in about two minutes. <laughs> so, uh, as well though, mm, uh, don't forget to check out the Geeked Up podcast five-year anniversary special out now. And uh, uh, as well, all of your above social medias and platforms and whatnot, your SoundClouds, uh, uh, Geeked Pods on YouTube, uh, uh, as well Geeked Pods on Twitter, alright, so uh, tweet the Geeked Up boys, or I guess we tweet you, but I think you can maybe tweet us back, I'm not exactly sure how it works yet, <laughs> however uh, uh, definitely check out the uh, uh, five year special and all the various Geeked Up podcasts uh, Geeked Up podcast uh, the Geeked Up game times, the Geeked Up presents Netflix and chats, and, uh, and now uh, as well to be heard on the Geeked Up Podcast's page and various uh, and aforementioned various platforms and medias is uh, none other than Big LW's Jammin' World Podcast. As, as uh, as yes, we are now going to be carried as well, uh, in addition, of course, to all your Big LW Podcasts uh, uh, platforms. But now the Geeked Up Podcast uh, page and Geeked Pods, as it's growing to be known. Uh, uh, but Geeked Pods will as well now include Big LW's Jammin' World Podcast. As I've sent my resume to myself and i approved <laughs> and uh and i guess as and not, and not stepping in the way And I guess we will uh, uh, bring him on to help us celebrate the big news here. As as you might have seen on the title of the episode, a little bit of a spoiler, but to uh, uh, help us celebrate the big debut of Big LW's Jammin' World podcast on the Geeked Up podcast page uh, and, and the newest addition to the Geeked Pods whole family. Of course, we'll welcome aboard the other uh, voice of the Geeked Up podcast, my main man,
1: Devin Barnes. Hey, what's going on? I imagine the uh, the digital crowd out there is going nuts right now, since this is the uh, big LW jamming world. It's like when you're at a concert and they're like, please, welcome to the stage. You <laughs> exactly. know, helping you collab on this. Like, holy shit, Devin's oh, For here. sure, I'm
0: bringing uh Dr. Dre's bringing out Snoop Dogg.
1: And, uh, <laughs> yeah. The crowd's going wild. I feel like I'm more of a uh, hologram Tupac, if anything. All right. Okay, yeah. nice, nice. I was
0: thinking maybe Old Dirty Bastard uh, uh, coming back, the hologram. but
1: <laughs> Same initials, baby. Old Devin Barnes. DB, that's
0: true, that's true. Uh, uh, Mr. DB himself, uh, of course, from the Geeked Up podcast, Netflix and chat, uh, uh, the Geeked Up game times and all of that. And now uh, uh, we're welcoming him aboard here on the Jammin' World. Again, I guess you uh, uh, were on, I guess, you were on last year, I guess, I think to talk maybe about the music movies of the Oscars. You were on one of okay, the early Jammin' Worlds, right? And we went through, like, there was uh, Star is Born and uh, yeah, Queen, like- The Queen, Bohemian Rhapsody were out. So we talked about all the music movies and the Oscars. Alright, there's
1: there's a strict no whack shit rule, right?
0: <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. That's so uh, be careful, alright. You're treading on Being thin ice careful, here. Right. With
1: <laughs> but uh, uh, so then
0: this year though, we're welcome you on for our uh Jamin World Podcast Summer Music Movie Special where of course the uh, uh, the summertime is movie time in the geeked world, but of course these days the music movie biopic whole world has become such a big thing. So uh, last year I gave you of course the first annual summer music movie special, and this year we're of course we're getting my geeked up partner to help us along. With all of the uh, music movies, I guess. But even before, I want to even get into that. Though I guess there is another uh, big music movie uh, kind of mashup going on in the geeked world that I guess we've chronicled a little bit on our Geeked Up podcast, Life in Coronaville episodes. But the whole phenomenon that uh, let's be honest, as you know, as there's uh, things in Corona go on and on, it's been getting you know bigger and bigger. But the whole uh, drive in movie concert experience As for sure you, well what are your overall uh, thoughts you intrigued by this whole situation or i still am
1: i'm still intrigued dude there's something else i've seen too that on uh, i don't know if, i don't remember if i brought this up on uh geeked podcast or not but they've also been doing these things on Fortnite, the video game where they've been doing concerts like um, very interesting uh, like Travis Scott did like a whole three night like live show on Fortnite wow. where you literally go in as your avatar and you like make him dance, but you're literally watching a live show that <laughs> he's doing as an avatar. Like he's doing it he live, like a little avatar performing okay. for you. It's fucking wild, and they've wow. been doing that.
0: that sounds really cool, actually, and uh, uh, much yeah. like the Tupac hologram. <laughs> like a- yeah. But, I mean, that's yeah. – a, a, I'm obviously not a gamer, but that's, like, such a huge – it's basically like a social media network of, you know, people going mm-hmm. on because it's very interactive all the time. So Well, it's
1: very uh, Ready Player One style, too, like the movie and book because, okay, like, yes. people are at this concert and they're goofy fucking avatars. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like, yeah. Anyone <laughs> I can be anyone. Movie. That's uh, all right. right. So, I guess that's a a a virtual uh, world. Deadpools and Freddy Krueger's dancing around and (laughs) Travis Scott.
0: Can I like screen? Is there like screen caps on YouTube? Can I fucking watch this? This sounds amazing. I'm sure. I'm sure. (laughs) I mean, the potential here sounds amazing. Kind of much like the drive in concert series. Serious potential, as I guess Mm -hmm. me and Devin, of course, uh, the New York City, you know, we're uh, out of New York City, but, and this is kind of so far, started in the Red States, much like everything else. Opening up out of Coronaville, more of like a, a red state kind of thing. So, so far, been more in the South and whatnot. I guess really the bigger stars to so far have done the drive-in thing, but like Garth Brooks did a concert, Keith Urban, Brad Paisley. So, like, the bigger names so far have been in the country, which makes sense. The first guy to do it was that hilarious bathrobe-wearing techno guy, Mark Rubulet. Did you ever, like, what, look into him after the story? But it's all uh... Do you have any idea? I didn't know the hell he was, but he's some. No, I don't. He's like an electronic DJ. That his whole gimmick is he just like DJ's in a bathrobe, which is fucking pretty. I'm on board for the gimmick, dude. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Also, like, look how many ideas they're running out of. Like, they're (laughs) down to (laughs) bathrobes.
0: Yeah. Exactly. And it's just like a generic household. Always
1: have an umbrella.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, dude. And it's not even like a Ric Flair bedazzled, like Andrew Dice Clay (laughs) version of a of a of a robe. It's like a generic, like, bathrobe. However, I did skip, like, 45 minutes in the video, and he was down to his tidy whities So I don't know if this is, like, a progressive strip techno thing, because other videos I've seen, it's just straight bathrobes, so...
1: That's bullshit, too. He's harping on, like, what could be the upcoming new underwear guy's gimmick. Like, pickled (laughs) Fucking Lane, pal.
0: I mean, the naked cowboy is, like, uh, the the naked cowboy's been doing this for years. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) nothing new in New York City, but... But I guess. Be damn. <laughs> yeah, I know he's still out there, actually. But <laughs> uh, uh, I guess the potential, though, is definitely spreading, and I guess like Live Nation has uh, uh, this week kind of added like Nelly and some other bigger names have started to add. Some's in the jam in the jam scene here in the jamming world. A lot of the up and coming jam bands have kind of done it in their like regional hubs uh, uh, which is cool uh, we've talked about it on this show but it's definitely important for like uh, the younger more unestablished artists to be able to continue to get their music out in this time you know like your fishes mm. and widespread panics they can go for six months without any but like these artists right about to break really still need to continue on with like touring and just you know produce putting music out there so uh, Wait, uh, that- uh,
1: SoundCloud can only bring you so far <laughs>
0: exactly. We've tried our best. Trust but, uh, <laughs> us. <laughs> but uh uh so I guess there has been a little bit of a sample size going on. I guess let me throw you some of the facts that I've heard uh, about the, about the shows kind of that have uh, to 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 squash some of the confusion. I guess tailgating is permitted, which all right, right off the bat Sounds uh sounds like a like a like a, a pretty sweet you know pretty sweet setup. You got the grill going. You're out there hanging out. The uh, music is played through actual speakers as well. You can tune it into your car radio, uh, drive-in style. The lots themselves are like alternate parking spaces. You know generally at like fifty percent of capacity of the lot, so not sure. like even huge crowds of this. But um I guess one of the more interesting things, but uh uh bathroom breaks are designated time slots according to the row that you're in but like they can't have everybody going to the bathroom once so the way they social the the distance 20 break. minutes
1: though dude <laughs> i know i mean and yeah like, exactly but, you're really hoping for a middle spot I know, for real. only because too like for so many reasons like one for like the show alone of just like you know like having to piss at some point and two, like, any concert, like, the middle part is usually, like, some 15, 20-minute guitar solo after the good stuff and before the oh, good for stuff. Sure. Hope, that, that, hope that Hope that your
0: time uh, the... uh, coincides with drums solo. You're like, fuck Plus, I... let's be
1: honest. Uh, I'm pissing outside my car. <laughs> That's and what I was going to say. I mean... If, if you're... you're the jerk <laughs> that has to take a shit at a concert, like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, I hope you are the very last time slot. I
0: did I did mention tailgate policy, correct? I think that implies we're pissing all yeah, our friend's door.
1: Uh well here's the thing with the whole tailgate policy too, not to be a fucking party pooper, but like then you know what? Just open the goddamn concert fifty percent uh capability and instead of drive through just have like you have to rent out a little section, do where you like set up your tents, whatever. <laughs> And then they yeah, just no, the God, sure. honestly that's a, a good fair. call.
0: I do if foresee they're... something like that, especially mm-hmm. with uh, movie theaters or whatnot, but I got a feeling you're gonna be like, you know, uh it's gonna be nobody to the right or left when they start a movie theater or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like they're just gonna yeah, only yeah. make those available.
1: And I think they could do Dude, the AMC, same thing with
0: concerts, you know, it's like
1: AMC theaters were like, fuck it, no masks, and then they caught like a lot of backlash and they're like, All right, everyone's gonna wear a mask now. <laughs> And you you know what I think? I think a lot of that I mean, not really did sorry to get off subject here, but I think a lot of that too has to be with them uh wanting to sell concessions. You okay. know what I mean? Very just interesting like no masks, like, come on, you gotta get your popcorn, and yes. you fucking... I mean, that's a the special part of
0: there. the movie experience. I was actually gonna is- mention, but no concessions or merch available at the drive-in concerts, alright? So there is no concessions. I guess it's bring okay. your own, but uh, 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 they can order to limit that, so I guess that will... I think the masks at the drive-ins have been varying state-to-state, state, as a lot of this shit is. But, uh, uh, so that, you're definitely right, though. That definitely plays a part of the whole movie experience. Look, we're gonna go to the movies, we're gonna have popcorn. Fucking, yeah. I'll wear my gloves or whatever. I need my, I'm gonna have my popcorn gloves, which would be pretty good because your hands <laughs> get awful, b- awfully buttery anyway. So, I got popcorn Dennis gloves might be a good, uh, <laughs> Remember, wasn't that an Ali G skit with Trump? Actually, didn't Ali G pitch to Trump like an ice cream, ice cream glove? <laughs> I think it was. It Trump. was definitely Trump, and he's like, "My man, what's the most thing everybody loves? Ice cream." <laughs> and Trump looks up camera, he's like, "Yeah, like rabbit." But no, Trump I mean, says something. He's
1: like, "What would be a good invention?" He's like, "I don't know another cone that catches the ice cream." He's like, "Oh fuck, that's a great idea, actually." <laughs> <laughs>
0: i've got ice cream <laughs> gloves yeah <laughs> but i mean honestly dude he, he was ahead of his time as when i when i hit the amc's i'm wearing my ice cream gloves for fucking <laughs> but i guess uh uh so bring your own much like a tailgate though bring your own a uh, cooler full of hot dogs and jam out for the uh, expanding drive-in concert experience, which is going to be a thing we were talking about on the show. There's already been a lot more movies definitely getting rolled out. What was it? Was it Labyrinth is doing the big – or Rocky Horror Picture Show is doing the – Rocky Horror
1: Picture Show. In my neighborhood, I guess it was be uh, movie music news, but they were playing uh, the Labyrinth. I was in my neighborhood. I was, like, leaving. I actually braved a dinner and, like, did the outside okay, dining. Okay, nice.
0: Street. We'll I mean, get into we that wild. on the next uh, Geeta podcast. We'll definitely break down the whole – sociological experiment of leaving your house right now so
1: but uh walking home though we walked by when we were heading there there was a coffee shop like blowing up like this big almost like a bounce house thing and then when we were walking back sure enough they like, in the parking lot they were playing labyrinth on like a big screen and a bunch of cars parked around
0: <laughs> nice man fuck yeah I mean, definitely, uh, uh, like I said, we're going to see a lot more of that uh, in the movie world and I think for the concert world as well for the foreseeable future, you know. We've talked about it a little bit on the show here in the jamming world, but the other things that you're seeing a lot are uh, we've seen a bunch of empty arena shows, which is kind of getting more and more common. And uh, uh, we've seen a lot of, like, virtual experiences, webcasts, but as well as, like, you know, uh, exclusively, like, tours where you're going to get a whole bunch of content virtually exclusive to like a web pack that you buy so you know the uh definitely a definite involvement taking place but the drive-in experience will definitely uh
1: be part of that as we go on i guess i like it though because introvert that i am like i like going to live shows but i hate being around people like you saw me at the cypress (laughs) hill show like like let me just sit in my goddamn seat and smoke my blood yeah I mean, uh, in all honesty, the drive-in show, dude. Like you said, I can sit there. I can eat my hot dog. I can hot box the car. Yeah, dude. Honestly, if you drive up, like if you
0: drive early and you get a good spot, like looking at pictures of these things, if you fucking park your 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 uh, your you know pickup truck two feet away from the stage at the Garth Brooks show you got yourself a pretty sweet deal and also I think even like Garth Brooks for example is uh uh, I think this is right but anyway we're talking 50% capacity of any of these venues but I think like the Garth Brooks show was like a couple hundred people or whatnot so like I don't know how tickets you know lucky you have to be to get tickets or if there's a reluctancy and you can get them pretty easy but like just in general you're gonna be seeing these artists at a much smaller capacity size than you're used to seeing them at which is great for the, your concert experience you know what I mean like the less people the mm-hmm. better just for quality of show in all you know in most cases but uh you know so I think uh, uh, but uh, I, th- I would probably would imagine it would be impossible to get your hands on one of the 300 Garth Brooks tickets
1: you know so especially because I wasn't even trying. Yeah, but... I'm more of i uh, I'm more of a Chris Gaines fan, anyway.
0: <laughs> I mean, a uh, uh, Brad like like I mentioned Keith Urban and Brad Paisley also on deck Do you remember
1: uh, what Chris Gaines was? I don't. In like the mid '90s, Garth Brooks like had a separate persona. And he released oh, like no, a yeah. rock album with like a black wig and like sunglasses and a black goatee, and it was no, Chris Gaines. Well,
0: nice. a <laughs> yeah.
1: Stephen King, uh, a Stephen King, fucking alter ego. Dude. Nice. And I guess the story behind it is there was gonna be like he was gonna do a movie, the Chris Gaines movie, and okay, interesting. It just never took off, so it just looked like this guy was a fucking maniac. <laughs> <laughs> he was
0: gonna like, yeah, spiral this whole second whirlwind career, like, yeah, and it was like, like, hey, this Chris Gaines guy bang. sucks. Uh, but I guess uh, I, you can you can hope for a Chris Gaines cover at the Garth Brooks show, <laughs> but <laughs> and I guess we will though. Kind of get into the uh, other uh, kind of the main reason why uh, we're getting you on here for the big summer music movie whole portion of it and by summer movie i mean uh, year-round movies to come out in 2020 i'm just doing the special in the summer so it's okay. <laughs> so not exactly. summer movies right. it's the summer special of music movies and we'll be covering some of the big music movies to be released here mm-hmm. in 2020 all right
1: that's the uh, one big reason I'm on. The second one is because uh, you're contractually obligated by posting this on the Geeked Up page. <laughs> Have me on at least one episode the yeah, exactly. of the Big qualify Yeah, uh, exactly. So qualifying qualifying our airtime. <laughs>
0: But uh, I guess so there's a lot of uh, some interesting stuff, though, you know, some documentaries some biopics. Uh, I guess on the Geeked Up podcast, ironically enough, we've talked about some of the big musical stuff, uh, I guess, really just namely because of uh, Hamilton, which is going to be released, yeah. I guess, at this point, just next week or uh, Fourth of July weekend. So just a couple weeks away for Hamilton, which, of course, the big story there was like they went up a full year for the release of that. uh, I guess on the other side of that, In the Heights, which was Mm -hmm. uh, the other production from those guys that uh, uh, was slated to come out this year, was going to be, it's actually been delayed a full year. So a little bit of a flip flop for them, but uh, uh, pretty psyched for Hamilton, to be honest. You know,
1: never seen it. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen it. Lit Manuel Miranda's killing it right now. Everyone loves him. Uh, You know, I got no beef against the guy, except for the fact that, like, I just hate that everyone, like, thinks he's so cool and he's, like, a good rapper. It's like, come on, dude. He's a drama (laughs) nerd. It was much like that time on, like, the Fallon show where, like, Harry Potter, like, did the A to Z alphabet. And was like, you know this is some theater camp game he learned to play. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, I get it. Like, he is cool and, like, you know, people love the show. But, like, don't tell me he's a good rapper. Like, any song that, like, 55-year-old moms can, like, rap along to... Okay, it's yeah. not. It's not. It's a little weird,
0: be. alish, All right, and I'm not saying Weird <laughs> yeah, else isn't yeah, a okay. good rapper. But I guess as well, we talked a little bit, I think, on one of the geeked up, sh- uh, geeked up podcasts, but there was as well the whole hip-hop love Supreme kind of Broadway thing that they did this year, which was like a super popular production for a while. Uh, it was only like on a short run, I think probably would be further you know, uh, uh, further expounded on. but that was like one of the real rave smash hits of last year on Broadway, which was uh-huh. the same I think that was like the initial project for these guys, but I think it was a very interactive. Rap kind of thing Like Changing Night Tonight And it was like You know So he's an amazing Like, like you said Whether he's a You know Good Freezed Good rapper Or not doesn't exactly because he can freestyle doesn't make him Kanye you know what I mean like he's not a, a,
1: a cultural oh, he's not freestyling icon. dude. this is like raps that took him like eight years no <laughs> for
0: sure in Hamilton but even yeah yeah well no that's true but even if so like even if he is really good at that like it still doesn't make he's still a, a nerdy theater kid even though he's good at freestyling you know what I mean like it doesn't make him a part of the Wu-Tang Clan because he fucking learned how to do this you know
1: but uh, I am excited <laughs> to, to see it though has there ever been a Staten Island <laughs> uh,
0: uh, I yeah, I'm excited to see this, though. I've never seen the actual production, and this as well is actually one of those where you're just going to see a filmed version of the production. It's not mm-hmm. a goofy, like, adaptation. It's not cats with, with uh, computer people or whatever the fuck happened. Exactly. I mean, exactly. The so, so, cats. Yeah, like,
1: they've done it with, like, Lady Mis and Family of the Opera where they've made, like – Movies, like yes. storyline movies with like the songs in it. This is just like, yeah, like you said, just like a filming of the play. Yeah, yeah. With the original cast, though, too, I guess is worth noting because, like, none, I don't think most, if any, of these people from. The movie that's coming out is on the stage version anymore. Yes,
0: good call. I think it's like a from a 2016 performance or something like that. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, So, you know, that'll be interesting and I uh, think uh, as well, just pretty cool that it's been pumped up a whole year and going to be out for free on Disney Plus or out with your Disney Plus, uh, with your friends Disney uh, uh, Plus uh, subscription yeah. that they honed you in on. Or if you have yeah, one of the we- saps that pay for it, I guess. <laughs> still
1: waiting on Winter Soldier and Falcon, but I guess I'll Settled for Hamilton. <laughs> I
0: mean, uh, uh, enjoy the Simpsons catalog while you wait, I suppose, <laughs> but... Uh, uh uh i guess the other big uh musical story of 2020 that i guess uh, uh we'll get into it's uh coming out still on pa- on schedule for its christmas release here but the big spielberg west side story which it feels like it's been about like long enough without me having to fucking see a west side story anything to be like all right whatever i'll i'll accept i'll accept a 2020 version because i haven't been, i haven't been annoyed Have either. you never
1: seen What's that story? No, I feel like a good 15 20
0: years ago I was forced to watch it and then I haven't it, it's gone away. It's like like the Cicadas. Same. It's gone away Same. and now it's like all right, bring it back. I'll fucking put it back to bed. Took a while. me years to
1: realize it was a, like a retelling of Romeo and Juliet too. I was like, "Oh, no shit." One of those.
0: <laughs> I mean, spoiler alert. That what I say, I fucking but,
1: uh... <laughs> I'll tell you this dude. I know that it's ba- I don't know about the movie. But I know on Broadway, they've, uh, like, re have redone it on Broadway and have made it more, like, uh, I don't know, yeah, 2020. Yeah, be exactly. More describe, contemporary but with but themes like, and whatnot. Well, the show was, the original show is that it was, like, the Whites versus the Puerto Ricans. Right. I mean, by I whites, guess. Italians,
0: I guess, if you want to consider. That's a good point.
1: That's a good point. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's – yeah, white people versus Puerto Ricans. And then also – so I think they've done away with that aspect of it. Uh, okay, I think there's, like, the sharks and the jets are just, like um, – just, Just two gangs. Okay. I don't think there's a race. Now, now they're, they're both awesome. Puerto Rican.
0: <laughs> <laughs> make it a little bit more, uh, a little bit more accurate for 2020.
1: <laughs> but uh... Uh, the other thing too is, I know they took away a song from the original production, and I don't know why. And again, I don't know that much about the show, so I would be like, know enough about the lyrics, but like, okay. oh, of course, why? But like, I'm, I th- I'm thinking
0: Huck. Called... I'm thinking Huck Finn.
1: Uh... Uh, Edward Jim kind of territory here. That would be what I was thinking, but there's a song called I Feel Pretty where like the girls are like, I feel pretty, oh, so pretty. And they, they took that pretty. away.
0: Interesting. That's the song that they took away? I feel pretty? Yeah, that's the song they took away. Yeah, Amazing. yeah, yeah. That's a clap. I feel. I didn't even know that was a West Side Story jam. That's, uh, For sure. Because that, we so could right mention right that one later in our list that we'll get into. But uh, So it's very
1: interesting that. Uh, I mean I'm sure there's some songs where it's like Greasy Puerto Ricans but like they went with like uh, that one <laughs> You Very can't weird. have
0: West Side story without the greasy port without the classic <laughs> greasy Puerto Ricans. I mean but uh, uh, I think, like you said as well, that, like, that might be the Broadway, which as well might be different from the Spielberg movie. Because I think West Side Story was mm-hmm. poised for, like, a big year because it was actually as well coming out on Broadway, I think. And then this is, like, the movie, you know, version as well coming out later this year. But uh, I'm not really sure about that, though. I imagine that, the, that uh, like, like you said, that they would kind of make it a little bit more contemporary. But I thought they would still stick with the classic you know, the classic Puerto Rican-Italian themes of the movie, but just kind of have it a little bit more... less greaser and more 2020, you know, but...
1: Yeah, maybe. Who knows? I guess me, neither well, neither guess. one of
0: us will find out when we don't go to see it on Christmas when it's released. Because yeah, right. You know, Unless it's
1: nominated for uh, best picture, then you're fucked.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, I'm sure you, that's actually that's a great call. This is not the last we've heard of West Side Story, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> as we will definitely. And again, I think mean, there's even another like Netflix and Chat one with Meryl Streep, the uh, a, a musical The Prom that I'm not mentioning on the show under the whack shit policy. Uh, I'm not gonna mention. I- the prom but that's a big like netflix smash
1: i'll stick with your whack shit policy too and i'll just throw something else in there which is totally whack shit but i guess since we're talking about like theater stuff uh, there was a show one of the original shows on disney plus speaking of disney plus also that was called encore and it was hosted by kristen bell and i think they, they just wrapped it up but what she would do is she would like find these casts from like high school kids That did like high school musicals, right? While they okay, were in high school. And then reunite the cats like 15, 20 years, right. 10 years later. Well, wow, they're all wow. grown-ups and then like make these poor schlubs like redo yeah. the. <laughs> Sounds great in
0: theory. Kind of backfires when everybody's like a, a fat, like fat parents of two, and don't have time to, for for rehearsal. Yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> sorry, Chris and Bell, I got a family over here. I can't fucking, uh, re- re- I can't resurrect my uh, role as King Lear or whatever the fuck from. <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, I guess it would be cool if they, you know, if every one of those, they signed on, like, a big star that went to high school, like, you know, Mariah Carey or whatever. It's not even
1: that, dude. What it is, like, I watched one episode of it just because, like, whatever. And because, like, Disney Plus came out, too. And I was like, well, they don't have so much programming. And post, you know, It's impossible for to run
0: out of programming to the point where you had to watch it. Yeah, <laughs>
1: Secret Theater Nerd, too. But I fucking uh, watched one of it. And it's such a, such a uh, like, they know what they're doing. Like, they must, like, rifle through all the applications. Of, like, oh, look, the one guy from the play almost died of cancer in his 30s, but now he's alive. So okay, yeah, that'll yeah. take a chunk of this power, 20-minute chunk, and be like, all right. And yeah, yeah. see if uh, old 40-year-old Michael can still play Pip. I mean, it reminds
0: me a little bit of, like, a John Kay uh, – like I said, though, sounds, in theory, could be fun show. You know, we'll see how it plays out episode to episode, but – No, we won't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, under the <laughs> shit policy as well. We don't have yeah. to feel <laughs> – Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple other, I guess. So those are the musical kind of movies. A couple of the like more traditional movies going down, but there's a big Aretha Franklin biopic. I guess that's probably the other real big music movie that I would expect to see come uh, next year's Oscar preview and all that. But Jennifer Hudson as Aretha Franklin could be pretty epic. Did you really?
1: I was about to just joke around, be like, "Who's playing her?" Jennifer Hudson. That's fucking hilarious.
0: Nailed it. Dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I haven't confirmed that. I, as well, am assuming that it's Jennifer Hudson. Oh! No, no, I'm joking. It's Jennifer. <laughs> it is indeed Jennifer Hudson, but, uh,. But so that one you could definitely and that one uh, in, in all honesty, I'm sure will be great. I mean Aretha Franklin, one of the true you know music icons uh, I'm sure she has a lot of you know an interesting story you know young black female in the early 70s late 60s or whatever they'll be you know uh, I'm That's
1: sure one of those ones too like besides like respect and the Fuji song I couldn't tell you one other Aretha Franklin song
0: oh you will be able to though there will be a fucking million (laughs) and a half but uh, uh, that one uh, expect to see more of one unfortunately that's going to totally fall by the wayside uh, unfortunately but uh, looked super cool but there was like a indie David Bowie biopic called Stardust that was set to be uh, I think actually released uh, world premiered at the uh, Tribeca Film Festival and of course with the whole COVID-19 whole thing uh, really uh, canceling the whole you know entertainment uh, world but one of the things really crushed were like the uh, uh, film the film festival circuits and whatnot which is really like the only chance of release for a lot of these like indie films so a movie like Stardust by Bo you know the Bowie biopic Stardust you don't even know mm-hmm. like what's ever gonna happen with this you know but uh Right now, they have not – I was uh, looking into it, and I have not been able to find, like, an updated release date or anything like that. So, not sure. Uh, 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 potentially, I guess, just wait till you know, the festival is back do open. We, open.
1: Uh, do we know who
0: was playing, Bowie? Uh, Bowie was played by Adam Flynn, I believe, Okay. who I'm not familiar He's with. Good. I think that was the, his name. It was a name that I wasn't familiar with, but he seemed to I be think, uh, relevant enough in like the, it's it's an English uh, probably production, so he might be like an English he, kid or something. He
1: should have had, uh, I know she's an actress, but I mean, I think they should have had Tilda Swinton play Bowie. <laughs> I mean, fuck it. could you get more spot on? I mean, I, even, uh... Absolutely. That
0: would be like a later era Bowie. This movie was actually chronicling like his first American tour in the early okay. 70s where he came up with the Ziggy Stardust alter ego. So it's apparently going to be like a crazy, psychedelic, weird, fucking drug-induced early 70s Bowie. I still think Tilda Swinton can pull it off. Uh, I'm not ruling her out, but maybe Kristen Wiig or somebody. Definitely a chick, though. (laughs) I
1: don't know. Or even Benedict Cumberbatch would be a good uh, (laughs) Doctor Strange as Bowie. Fucking come on. It writes itself.
0: I'm saying I'm going. Uh, uh, I guess those were the two big biopics as well. There was a slew of cool docs and docu-series, I guess, headlined, of course, by the Beastie Boys story, which I think we talked a lot about last year on the Geeked Up podcast when the book came out and they were doing those traveling shows. I guess kind of like a uh, two-hour just documentary of the book has been made, okay, I still think there's some type of production plans for uh, uh, one of those more, like, interactive shows being released. Because, like we talked about last year, they were doing, like, two-man shows, and they were doing all sorts of weird shit. And I think some of that stuff is going to come out as well. This is pretty much just a two-hour documentary version of the book, which was amazing. I read the book, and uh, super fun. Uh, uh, and by read, I mean thumbed through the small articles and all the pictures, <laughs> which is all the book was. <laughs> so... yeah, okay, perfect.
1: <laughs> right up your alley. Really. Exactly. So uh, That's but... something – that's a doc I really want to watch. It's just like, dude, I'm just not getting Apple TV for it. I was going to say like... that's
0: kind of the big hey, – Headliner there, it's on Apple TV, so. On a, like a geeked it comes up to Hulu, note. Though. You're fucked, I guess, but.
1: On a geeked up side note, though, you gotta say that, like, BC Boys' uh, Sabotage is the all time, like, best music video of all time.
0: Like, okay. Find me a music video that
1: tops Sabotage.
0: Trade call. I mean I always go definitive music video Coolio's fantastic voyage (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even joking. The beach to I know (laughs) you're not. I know you're not. The beach is that way. (laughs) Yeah. but uh but you're right though and i was honestly we're gonna get into it in a couple minutes here uh, uh spoiler alert but we might be playing a davi song and taking a closer look at some songs from movies however one of the things that i was either gonna do that with you or i wanted to do uh our all-time favorite music videos in honor of the summer we might be doing that on the geeked up uh, podcast later in the year uh but the uh, uh definitely sabotage is up there top five music video
1: anyway but number one i, I say undefeated number one <laughs> i mean
0: hey well uh, wait till the uh i guess a spoiler alert for the or teaser alert uh for an upcoming geek the podcast closer look but uh, i guess some other mm-hmm. cool docs that are, are coming out this year uh i guess ones that's uh one that uh, was just out on epics Which I guess as well, good luck. But uh, a Laurel Canyon two part documentary, I guess, playing off of the popularity of last year. There was that Echoes in the Canyon biopic, or uh, with Jacob, a documentary with the music of Jacob Dylan. Bob Dylan's son made all the music and did all the interviews, and that was like a real popular uh, Mm -hmm. uh, thing about Laurel Canyon. And now Epics is doing like a straight up documentary on Laurel Canyon which i've heard good things about uh, as well i guess uh, 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 for uh, uh, for uh, the netflix uh, uh, golden ticket potential uh, but a big taylor swift uh documentary miss americana all right uh are we putting yeah, that in I the mean, wax yeah, category like, no, or... yeah obviously <laughs> all right so no golden ticket for uh taylor swift and the big uh, netflix miss americana but i mean i'm sure you know she's one of the biggest stars in the uh, industry so for netflix i'm sure that's a big get
1: it's surprising like, honestly how long that probably took to come out because i mean and that's gonna, I like, guess it's on Netflix, but like that's gonna get a million billion hits, dude. Just, <laughs> yeah, exactly. oh, I I mean, like, obviously, you and I aren't gonna watch it, but like, you know,
0: yeah, for Ashley sure.
1: H. might watch it, uh, Amy <laughs>
0: Dean might Ashley watch A's it. Ashley H. might be crying in a pillow uh,
1: to Taylor Swift. I think Swift she might or... watch it because that's not fair. She's not really a fan, but like, no, but I think at, like, every
0: female out
1: there, like, they're gonna watch the stupid thing. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Most like when I saw Dave Chappelle's block party. I was fucking glued to it.
0: <laughs> we need a second version of that, by the way. But mm-hmm. uh, I guess the most interesting one, though, uh, or I guess uh, ne- next to the Beastie Boys, number two, and I guess for Ron the Waiter, uh, uh, but the Ozzy Osbourne Nine Lives uh, uh, A&E documentary which A&E does great shit especially like in the documentary mm-hmm. so that was definitely you know what I mean it's going to be on like a, a generic TV production which in this, in 2020, seem, you get a little skeptical, but a I trust. Uh, this, however, it looks like has been delayed, at least the release, uh, has been delayed, so we're not sure if we're even going to see this in 2020, but, I mean, if, uh, uh like, in, like in, a tell-all Ozzy documentary is going to be straight. Yeah, I don't
1: think you've said it, I don't think you've said it's an Ozzy Osbourne doc yet. I think you've still been building it up. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, I've been building up, Ron the Waiters, but yes, Ozzy Osbourne, <laughs> the nine <Okay>. lives <laughs> of Ozzy Osbourne, so, so, um... Here's
1: uh, honestly, dude, a documentary that like I'm not that excited about. Only because, only because, dude, hasn't it been done already? Like, is there anything about Ozzy Osbourne we don't know now? is there any new information out there like no i
0: mean great call i'm sure like it's definitely uh we've heard like nothing is gonna surprise you from the ozzy Osbourne uh, category but definitely just like you know uh uh, from the chance to just re-examine you know the great songs mixed in with hilarious interviews of ozzy why not honestly (laughs) you know like sign me up
1: I'd rather just watch old episodes of The Osbournes. Well, we get to see what Jack
0: and Kelly look like in 2020, waffling around
1: like... the house all fucked up, yelling. It, like, like, yeah,
0: I mean, you're not wrong yeah. there. You're not... If instead you want to watch the Osbournes season one, I wouldn't argue. But
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: come on. <laughs> we might have to do one of those rewatch uh, podcasts where we <laughs> yeah. go through the Osbournes season one. But you know I what's mean, funny about that, you know,
1: who was like one of the biggest haters of that show was uh, Bill Cosby.
2: <laughs> really?
1: <laughs> yeah, because it's like, oh, families shouldn't be talking to each other like that.
0: Never <laughs> cause. I'm am yeah. gonna save my cause thoughts for uh, for for later, but. Um. Definitely. Uh, like I said, you know, a fun road to go down. Oh, but uh, uh just again j- back to the Osborns. Jack and Kelly so much better in like 1990, uh, like a uh, 2002 than they are in 2020. By the way, like a fat I- Jack and like but uh, yeah. uh, uh, that's definitely one I'm looking forward to I guess one that's out now and I guess one of the bigger uh, uh, one of the, uh, the ones with most build up and anticipation at least here on the Jammin' world as it's not necessarily a music documentary but from the Jammin' world anyway but the Netflix Have a Good Trip uh, a psychedelic journey documentary brought to us by Nick Offerman and uh, uh, basically just the whole slew shlou- of celebrities uh, uh some a list going all the way down the line but a whole various
1: now, what's up was man? it actually brought like did nick offerman have anything to do with it or was he just playing the scientist in the uh in the in the movie <laughs> i think it was
0: he's uh, i thought that he i thought it was like nick Offerman. i'm not sure i'm asking you i don't. i didn't know i don't yeah, know yeah
1: i'm pretty sure i'm not
0: positive but i'm pretty sure nick offerman uh, I'm pretty sure Nick Offerman was like the uh, mind behind that uh, in okay, addition to playing like the uh, doctors. There were a bunch of other like actors playing the characters. Who's it? Was like Joel For McHale sure. was fucking hilarious. Was like the uh, the uh... two
1: guys from uh, Workaholics weren't they? Like wasn't he playing like a, a young Anthony Bourdain? Yes, Which yes. Like fucking dude. dude, have
0: those kids not fucking aged or changed their gimmick at all in the last like 10 years, by the way? <laughs> no,
1: no, no, no.
0: <laughs> They're fucking like the Stranger Things kids. What, what are, like, anti hormone <laughs> drugs are these idiots on to keep their, like, uh, uh, early you, juvenile you know
1: charm? What's funny about that was, like, I just never knew how many psychedelics Sting did. I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I never would have thought sense. of him he's as like a psychedelic wizard. Air. Yeah, you're right. But he's like such like a like music my parents and parents' friends would listen to. <laughs> yeah, for sure. He's not like a grateful – like Sting's not like Grateful Dead. No, it's like the not Oscars like a psychedelic guy. Yeah. It's like – I've never talked to you, like, what are you doing this weekend? I'm like, oh, I have got some sick fucking tickets to go see Sting. Sting you know cover I mean?
0: band, like, bro.
1: It's going to be awesome. So just to think of him being, like, this total fucking, like, hallucinogenic fucking maniac. Was yeah, like, really
0: and Sting was actually one of the guys that I believed the most, actually. Because some of them I was <laughs> a little lukewarm <laughs> on, uh, uh, including Anthony Bourdain, actually, who... Uh And again this thing is brand new It just came out It featured Anthony Bourdain It featured Anthony Bourdain Carrie Fisher And Fred Willard It's just like wait, When exactly was this thing made? Didn't Anthony Bourdain <laughs> and Carrie Fisher Both die like fucking two years ago? Like Jesus Christ How <laughs> exactly. long did it take to fucking make this thing? Fred Willard I, I understand is- But like but, uh, uh... I forget
1: what it was, but Sarah Silverman says something in it, which is like so spot on. If you've ever taken jeans, I forget what it was. I think it was like when it was wrapping up, and she was just like, I forget exactly what she said, yeah, but yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. That's so fucking spot on. It's you're insane. right, dude. I like, might have had it
0: written down somewhere. Like some of the people definitely said things that definitely hammered home mm-hmm. and were like very spot on. Other people said things that seemed that were like a uh, uh, A. Rocky was totally mm-hmm. full of shit. 100% for sure, sure dude and it was rainbows shooting out of my dick it's like no there wasn't dude and like you could just see the liar mind frame he was in cause he's wrapped <laughs> in a, for no reason at all just cause this is like a psychedelic thing and like this is his perception of psychedelics he's wrapped <laughs> in a scarf in front of a teepee and is going like oh and then I was tasting colors and saying like the most hack cliche
1: shit that- how much was he uh how much was he like cypress hill chris
0: <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> but uh, uh, and then as well anthony bourdain was a little suspect just like oh at least over 500 times i tripped and then uh, not even uh, was... anthony
1: bourdain's like how many times he's done it was a subject suspect but it was like his whole story was straight out of and he even pointed out he was like we were trying to be like fear and loathing exactly. and i was like yeah but come on dude like you didn't, dude. An acid, yeah. Up, like, like a, like
0: a story that starts off about with you guys driving down the road. Like, you're like, so we're tripping balls, driving down the highway. Right off the bat, I'm a little bit fucking skeptical about this story. Then we pick up two uh, Honestly, hitchhikers dude, that, that happen, that, happen to be exotic dancers. I was like, eh. yeah, <laughs> Anthony I... Next thing, you know, it gets a little. Yeah. Yeah. But so he was just a little bit fuzzy, the whole, you know what I mean? But other people, all in all, though, uh, uh, in honor of uh, having my man Devin on, uh, I'm going to give it a Netflix and chat style. uh, I'm giving it a Netflix and chat style hell yeah. Hell yeah! All right. (laughs) Well, I definitely enjoyed it. You know, it was real fun. Somewhat informative. They kind of mixed, you know, some scientific facts and some, you know what I mean, tangible knowledge on the subject of psychedelia with just funny stories. A good application of animation at times where they would tell stories. For sure.
1: I will say for my aspect of it, dude – uh, I'll give it you one of those. Uh, I'm going to give it uh steal from you and do a men on films hated it. Hated it. Not because I okay. even hate that it, only it. because, uh, just like, again, kind of like you were saying, some of the stories were obvious lies. Uh, and it, some was of it was pretty, just yeah. It cool. If it would have been just a like bunch of celebrities just honestly talking about the times they ate acid, then fucking, like, dope. It would have been, like, a great... I was expecting in-presentation... Yeah, I didn't hate it, but like you said, like... I honestly, I'm
0: giving it a huge benefit of the doubt you know what I mean like if, if I was mm. being as tough I'm in the jamming world now a little bit more relaxed if I was being my <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. Netflix and chat tough grader it probably would have gotten a catty hated it as well to be
1: honest but in no, presentation I'm the guy in grateful dead shirt and army boots I'm obviously an undercover
0: <laughs> yeah exactly I'm the uh, 6 foot 4 muscular guy at the fishing but uh <laughs> you guys want uh, uh, get weed in, a, in presentation uh, I was kind of expecting it to be a little bit more like the aristocrats with just like straight 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 up, just like hilarious stories and whatnot. And I did kind of like the presentation because, like I said, the whole Joe Joe McHale, like, uh, that was Joe McHale, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The uh, whole Joel McHale, like, uh, uh, 80s PSA style, you know what I mean? No, I'm sorry. That was uh, Adam Scott. Adam Scott, yes, exactly. I, I knew it wasn't Joel McHale. But uh, Adam Scott was hilarious in that, you know. like mm-hmm. So I liked how they broke it up with, you know, like, some actual funny, you know, production yeah. in there as well. And some, so it was cool, but nothing uh, – uh, and I feel like if it – with, you know, how popular the subject matter is and, like, w- I feel like it could have been a home run and, like, the must-see – Kind of, but I think even like you kind of uh, brought up, but like when the biggest headliner is the cool shit that Sting did, it's going to yeah. fall by the wayside. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like out of all the people. Also, you one of the, one of the, one of the else I felt was the most genuine and believable was Ben Stiller's story of like terror and trepidation. And like, <laughs> was like, dude, I was not ready for it. It was terrible. Like, I don't know what you're thinking, but... But, uh, I
1: resonate so hard with that just because uh, if I want to tell my own personal tale, it was the second time I ever tripped because like the first time I ever did it, it was like fucking like everything, all the cool things anyone ever told me. I was like, wow, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> like I made buddies with like a kid who I didn't like in high school, like him and I just kind of like, I remember, I remember being like, hey, if you're feeling anything like I'm feeling like we don't have any beef. And he was just like, of course not, man. And I was just like, wow, everything that's awesome. The second time I even asked it, acid, like literally every bad thing happened. It was just like, oh dude, like I fucking hate this. this like when I your mom like- showed up to the
0: party and like yeah, drank yeah,
1: yeah. I think it might have been one of my mom times, but it was like, the complete opposite effect. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Ever since then, I've been more of the Ben Stiller.
0: And honestly, ben dude, Be- I think it was Jim James from My Morning Jacket that said it, that like you're already behind the eight ball when something like that happens and you have any negativity because <laughs> bad trips are all about it. It all happens before you take any of the psychedelics, like the negativity, you know. But uh, – uh-huh. The uh, uh, a like lot of the shit really hit home. I think it was Carrie Fisher who said that it's not that like you don't see things that aren't there. You see things that are there, just doing unusual things or whatnot. But there was like a lot of the singular things that were they're said so that were just like, yes, that's uh, that's pretty on pretty on point. And then there was uh, right. other like very stereotypical hack cliched kind of things that are like. I mean, the, the other Nick Cole story was pretty hilarious though as well. Yeah, yeah Nicole was great. I could definitely imagine that happening, like getting kelp put all over you and being like, yes, (laughs) like bring it on.
1: The only reason I so openly talk about this is because uh, my mom doesn't listen to the Big LW uh, Jam (laughs) World podcast yet.
0: (laughs) Neither is mine, actually. She's she's, she's more of a Geeked Up fan. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah,
1: exactly. (laughs) We're safe. This is a safe
0: grounds, but I guess uh, those are pretty much the big uh music movies of 2020 i guess uh i think i could probably speak for both of us uh, most excited uh, uh, biggest headliner on the list is the thing neither one of us are going to see until it comes out on a platform that we can actually watch but the beastie boys documentary i'd be down however yeah, it's already beastie been Boy out for shit. like fucking two months and i uh, uh uh you know eventually hopefully it'll get put on a streaming service that anybody has with all the fucking, you know, I'm already paying for six of these goddamn things. Can you put, put
1: it on something I can use? But... And honestly, if I'm being honest, I'll definitely, I'm probably definitely going to watch the Hamilton thing.
0: Oh, that as well, for sure. Definitely definitely Mm -hmm. so those two I'd say are the big headliners but uh, I guess uh, before we let you go here I do want to uh, uh, get into something else with you real quick as uh, of course here on the Jammin' World podcast uh, 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 every month uh, in conjunction with the podcast here on the SoundCloud I do give you a playlist alright and for copyright purposes it's on the SoundCloud exclusively (laughs) alright some of these other platforms Arms are a little bit more uh, up to what you're doing when you just uh, – so uh, uh, without further ado, though, of course, there is the Big LW uh, Jammin' World playlists that uh, come up every month. And last year, uh, alongside of my music uh, uh, movie special, I gave you my Big LW's uh, Jammin' World podcast, Songs from Movies. Playlist. Which now, is remember... this the
1: one where you did the uh, Stephen Wright voice tune? Exactly, exactly. This is the okay. one where, uh, and, and, and spoiler we, alert,
0: uh... you might be hearing uh, K. Billy Super
1: or should can I? We... Uh... I was going to say, can we hear a little bit of that right now? Little, uh... <laughs> I just Bright? tried
0: to do it, but I actually forgot how I. Uh, I literally Let had to it. like listen to the Reservoir. It's from the Reservoir Dogs soundtrack, which I don't know if you have. We're gonna get into it in yes. a minute, but it's uh, 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 it's K. Billy Super sound of the seventy. No, what's the? Uh... Uh, hold on a sec.
1: That's it, that's it. Do you mind if I give it a try? Yeah, yeah. Give it a whirl. Give it a whirl. I'm Devin Barnes here, and you're now listening to the super sound of the 70s. <laughs> that's
0: more of an accountant mic, I'd say. Than, uh... Yeah, it's true. It's tougher. It's tougher. Uh... <gasps> You're listening to K Billy's Super Sound of the SoundCloud soundtrack here on uh, here on Big LW's Javon World Podcast. Something like that. Mm-hmm. I've gotta hone my uh my K Billy Super Sounds of the SoundCloud voice. But yes, he will help play DJ along the uh uh, uh two hour playlist of songs from movies. And I guess in honor of the playlist uh, I think I might throw it to my main man Andre Davi And have us take a closer look
1: Closer look, closer look, closer look Break out the telescope Then a the microscope All of the other scopes It's exactly what you hold We're gonna look real close Take a closer look closer
0: look closer look all right so that was andre i guess the uh, the third member of the geeked up uh the th- the third geeked up boy here on uh big lw's jam world podcast of course big shout out to andre davi Andre Davi SoundCloud, Facebook, all that. Mr. Woo Baby himself. Mr. Woo Baby himself. Yes, definitely. Uh, And check him out and check out all of our guests on the big Geeked Up Podcast five-year special. That is uh, currently out on all your platforms as well as Geeked Pods on YouTube. You can check out the Davi interview, all the interviews. So uh, check out all of that. Oh, yeah. And I heard Davi.
1: uh Nick Cage is going to play Andre Davi in the biopic.
0: <laughs> we have, we've been waiting to find out. We've been uh I was going more for a Leguin but uh I guess Nick Cage can <laughs> I mean obviously. <laughs> but uh uh I guess we're having uh, uh as we were talking about earlier, we uh, are going to be taking a closer look at songs from movies. All right, which I guess in classic, uh, Big LW Jam World podcast needs a bunch of clarification, as okay. I guess as me and you have our little talk here. We will, you know, talk about all the different soundtracks, all the movies for the playlist, and what I'm trying to focus a little bit more on here, though, are songs most known from the movie alright uh, as well I'm trying to stay away from like originals so for example Hamilton like we were talking about earlier the song from Hamilton yes it's from Hamilton but yeah of course uh, you know the whole thing it's, it's, you know what I mean So yeah, uh, spoiler alert a couple of Spinal Tap will wind up on the playlist as uh, Hamilton might as well but uh, you know I, so I'm trying to focus a little bit less on those as well as the other big one but songs that are more known for the Movie than the song, okay? You know what I mean. Where there's, a, you know, like the Forest Gump soundtrack has all these epic songs. Yes, they're from Forest Gump, but you don't think of uh, of, of stupid Tom Hanks. Uh, uh, when you're hearing, you know, Cluettins <laughs> Clearwater Revival, you know what I mean. So I guess we'll we'll kick it off, I guess, uh, with Tarantino and the whole Reservoir Dogs list, but of course, uh, uh, Pulp Fiction, one of the epic soundtracks, and of course, like the the title song for Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Like that's like a, uh, instantly synonymous with Pulp fiction. That's just some like random song though, you know? That's like some like Dick Dale style surfer rock tune. I
1: think that was offspring dude.
0: <laughs> offspring probably covered it that's definitely like a i don't think I mean, it was like
1: that cover like when i hear that like offspring song i think of pulp fiction
0: hilarious i um, mean what well, like a second level because i'm pretty like pulp i think just used the like a traditional surfer rock version mm-hmm. offspring definitely did the epic like 90s and offspring's a really underrated 90s band because they were like surfer rock meets grunge
1: but uh see I knew Tarantino would come into this a lot, so I have a good Tarantino list, and I think kind of what goes into what you're saying. Do you mind if I throw my Pulp Fiction one out
0: there? Yeah, let's do some Tarantinos, because like you said, he's got a bunch.
1: Okay, for Pulp Fiction, I would say, if I hear the song by Neil Diamond, Girl, You'll Be a Woman Soon. Yes. Great call. A hundred percent. I'm here. I'm thinking Pulp Fiction. You think Pulp Fiction, for sure. Down, down, down. You'll (laughs) be a woman. Uma Thurman's
0: dancing around, snorting heroin accidentally. Stupid stupid Travolta's
1: giving himself a pep talk in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm um for sure like that's like my pulp fishing go-to i had some reservoir dogs ones but i know you covered i'm like 100 percent sure that uh reservoir dogs you did little green bags yes uh, from the george baker selection exactly and the reservoir dogs kind of I want to skip too because obviously everyone's talking stuck in the middle with you like, for of sure of course you're thinking uh that dude Yep, but uh both NYU of those kind
0: of on mm-hmm. the fringe for me, the ones that you just mentioned, as well. A couple more from the Terran, uh, from the Pulp Fiction soundtrack, but like a Son of a Preacher Man and a couple of the other great songs, I feel, are like a little too close to being like this, like I would hear them on classic rock radio as a kid. Mm-hmm. So they're not like Little Green Bag is like straight up Pulp Fiction. You would never have heard that. I mean, little uh, Green Bag is uh, straight uh, up Reservoir, uh, Dogs. Uh, Reservoir Dogs. You know, like you would have never heard that. that that's the opening of Reservoir Dogs reservoir dogs you would for not sure. have heard that the other ones are kind of a little close but you're right like uh synonymous with the movie for sure another, i would say is it uh, uh do you have another tarantino one because i do man i got okay. two
1: more tarantino ones right, nice. i would yeah, say, there's another uh, big tarantino bobby womax across 110th street i'm 100 thinking jackie brown dude
0: okay yes for sure if i hear
1: that song great call across yeah i was not thinking that one and street that's Jackie Brown all day, dude. <laughs> and then another one, just one more in the Tarantino realm. I would say Nancy Sinatra's Bang Bang My Baby Shot Me Down is again, like, if I hear Interesting. that. Interesting. You're right. Yeah. From Kill Bill, of course. I would 100% go Kill Bill.
0: See, from Kill Bill, I went. And that one, very spoiler alert, that might be making it on this volume number two here. Because for volume number one, I did the classic. Like the instrumental that you hear at like Mets games. You know what I mean? (laughs) That classic, which is. uh, uh, And there's a couple more. like, like
1: What's up? That was the RZA that like made all of like the non actual like.
0: Yes, the RZA uh, help was in the production of that one. The RZA mm-hmm. I think has like a couple other songs straight up off it, but the uh, "Bang Bang" though is a great call. That that definitely yeah. might be sneaking its way onto the volume two for sure because
1: you Dude, definitely to, think uh, of Kill Bill. I used to drive around smoke to that soundtrack because they had like so many good. They like, had like the Green Hornets uh, song on it. Yeah, the uh, woohoo woohoo. That song yeah, was on yeah. there. No, yeah, it's yeah, a great yeah, soundtrack yes. for sure. It really is, dude. Same
0: thing with Pulp Fiction, honestly, I'd look at do you uh let me get into I guess just a couple other like well uh, just great all time soundtracks All right. uh, Steering a little bit away from what we're talking about, maybe in some respects. But uh, uh, Pulp Fiction is like a great soundtrack that like was a top seller album and could stand on its own. Forrest Gump, like I said, another like raging, you know, uh, uh, top 40 classics all over the Forrest Gump soundtrack. Goodfellas, lots of great songs on the Goodfellas soundtrack. Uh, Even uh, Mm -hmm. in more recent years, Black Panther. Last year, like a total, you know, Kendrick Lamar and all the uh, tracks from the Black Panther sure. soundtrack. But um, uh, do you have any, you know, soundtracks that jump off at you? A couple of the urban ones okay, above so, the rim.
1: Because we're going to go back to doing like songs that are minus of movies. But for soundtracks, actually, just great soundtracks, I kind of have a list of just movie scores that like okay. the score is as synonymous with the movie sure. as the movie itself. Okay. Yep. I got a couple out there. I would say the Richard Donner Superman, like, is the classic one. For Obviously, sure. Star Wars is like that. I um, went, I went
0: Cantina song, but you could have done, and you can do any of the scores from Star Wars. You can do the Vader song course, as well.
1: Star Wars. I would even say like Jurassic Park. Yep, has the fucking sure. like, da, na, 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 yeah, um, Back yeah. to the Future. I know the fucking <laughs> that score. You know what I mean? I'm not talking like Huey Lewis. Like no, I was gonna time, say, Back to the I'm Future. Like the Spoiler ding, alert! Down,
0: uh, uh, <laughs> back to the Future might sneak its way onto the Volume Two playlist because conspicuous from its absence on the
1: first volume. But <laughs> mm. also, like uh, Indiana Jones is uh, okay. Great as his home theme. These are like movies about that the like, theme you from the theme. Like you think Indiana Jones, you're thinking the fucking Indiana Jones theme. You yeah, I sure. mean. Um, but like you said we can hum along with all
0: of those uh and then like even like you just said batman though that's one that's got like uh uh, remember the kiss from a rose epic like single off batman for sure that's a i'm uh, talking
1: like no no for sure that's
0: i know what you're saying definitely like the actual that was kind of more falling into my originally made for the movie You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Songs. So, like, the scores from those movies, definitely iconic and uh, uh, immediately recognizable with the movie. But they were, were like, strategically, you know, they were designed. They were made and produced for the movie, you know? But, um uh I guess Batman like I was mentioning though there is a whole bunch of other songs that were like smash hits from uh, uh from a soundtrack all right gotcha. and uh, a big 90s thing I guess as well but definitely what was it blood from a rose seal for Batman It was like a smash single and the music video like had
1: michael dude C- I got a a huge one one that's like a total 90s like banger but like it's only on the soundtrack and i'm talking soda squeeze red hot chili pepper yes. only on the conehead soundtrack dude great
0: call that's actually that was like the third or fourth song on my list from volume one strictly because of that reason it was in the and there's a couple you're right that were a great exclusive to the soundtrack 90s uh, style where there was the same thing with uh, the last action hero soundtrack had an allison okay. chains song that was exclusively okay. to the major budget i think the crow as well had a couple songs no
1: dude the crow has the fucking stone temple pilot song man that was actually yes. on the album that was that yeah, fuck, yeah that's right. I, that one that's didn't another great list, uh, but uh you're 100 percent right if i hear that song time to take it off yes on. yes. i'm thinking crow dude for, oh, sure, man. for sure kind of uh to go back to coneheads dude if i hear uh Okay. Dun, dun, tainted Love yes, also, I'm thinking Coneheads 100% sure. Now that's not a song that was made for Coneheads But that's no, you, a song where like, if I hear Tainted Love I'm picturing Dan Ackery going
0: eh, eh. 100% Spoiler alert might be making the list
1: as well uh,
0: uh, That's okay, perfect If there's
1: spoiler alerts that are making the list Here's one that when I remember when you first Made this list in the volume one And I was like oh did you put this song on there And you're like no I'm saying, uh, I'll tumble for you by the Culture Club from yes, Billy Madison. Yes.
0: Dude. I already have it down for the second volume. Because I was corrected that whole in my scene where He's
1: walking up the stairs and is like, kind of, I think we might have talked about it in the geeked up breaking the fourth wall thing, but he hears the music and like looks at the screen and is like, Mm-mm and was yeah, like yeah, dancing yeah. up the stairs to for uh, sure for you. Oh, no.
0: yeah that's true man and that's definitely a song that I'm sure was like an 80s hit but for a generation of 90s idiots that'll only be Billy Matt can I give you another oh, sure. uh hand in hand spoiler alert but you might hear it Adam Sandler twofer but as well I'm going I want to kiss you all over the song from Happy Gilmore where he's singing into the uh, intercom <laughs> hundred percent, dude. Great call, There's also actually, though, I always – it comes on at the bar and stuff
1: sometimes, though. (laughs) The song
0: from The Zamboni, where it's uh, my endless Uh, love. Endless love,
1: sure. But I think Endless Love kind of goes into one of those, like uh, Layla from Goodfellas. Like, Endless Love is Endless Love. But, dude, uh, I Want to Kiss You All Over is one of those songs that, like, I definitely – saw uh happy gilmore before i ever heard that song before and then yes, when i actually sure. heard it i was like oh no wait kind of the same thing from um oh dude old school what's the song you're my boy blue it's just one's probably oh, yeah great uh,
0: call yeah yeah uh, yeah dust in the wind dust in the wind dude yes. again like all right i'm putting that down yet again another <laughs> yeah. one sneaking on i the just list. thought of that one now yeah great i'll call. tell you
1: one that uh a movie i have from the 90s well if I hear I got a three for on this one. And right, it's nice.
0: uh, classic big LW songs, World style. A whole bunch of a whole way too many to go.
1: Three songs in one movie, and none of them are the song you would think of, okay? So All I'll right, tell you the movie it. first. Okay. I so guess. I'm talking Wayne's World. Okay. But I promise you I'm not talking it's not about Bo Rap Rat City. That was on my that, that was Bo on Bo my Ro- volume Ro- one. Okay. Not Bo Rap. What I have talking sp- Wayne's sp-
0: World. Spoiler alert, you, what I
1: what you might hear in the volume two so far, I have ballroom blitz. All right. Ballroom Ball Blitz, great one, dude. But you're really missing one Dreamweaver by Gary Wright. Oh, yes. When he first sees uh Cassandra, Cassandra yeah. She's a fox swing. Uh, another one no, is that was wait, Foxy Lady. Oh, no, that was Garth's Foxy Lady. Yeah, yeah. Foxy Lady by Jimi Hendrix. If I ever hear that song, I will always sing of Wayne's World. Okay, great. And go. here's another one that's they mentioned in the movie but they don't play the song in the movie but if I ever hear the song I think of Wayne's World and it's hey Mickey you're so fine you're so fine you blow my mind hey Mickey and like he just says it in the car. She's oh. like, "Why well, you say that, Campbell?" And he was just like, "Oh, I heard it." And I feel and like that. It, I but... just
0: know from like another shit eighties movie, like an like an eighties movie. Dude, but I you're promise right, you, it's Wayne's World. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for sure, because that's definitely one when I like I knew the cultural much like everything about Wayne's World. I learned so much of like about pop culture from that movie as a fucking nine year old when Wayne's World came out, mm-hmm. and then things really started to click afterwards but uh, uh i I might be having to replace my ballroom blitz because you're bringing some good Wayne's world. Some good Wayne's World. <laughs> uh, uh, Wayne's World Two as well. World, I actually dude. have some. Uh, I actually had on the list some Wayne's World Two tracks where they put on Wayne Stock and like Aerosmith <laughs> performs. Uh, dude looks like a lady. I remember that was one of those for me. It's pre-internet, of course, and I never understood what the fuck they were talking about in that song. And I was like, what is he saying? Dude looks like a lady. And, like I didn't understand the concept, and I thought it was saying doing it like a lady, doing it like. Like a lady, and I was like baffled by this, like Wayne's World. And to me, it was a Wayne's World song because it's well, much like Armageddon.
1: I associate very funny. You say, dude, looks like a lady. Because if I hear that song, I would think Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, of course, yes, but. If I was thinking Mrs. Doubtfire, because I yes. do have Mrs. Doubtfire written down, but going here, jump jump around. around, yeah, by sure. House of Pain. If <laughs> I hear jump around, we're going, making the Mrs. list, Doubtfire yeah, going to Doubtfire
0: for sure. Uh, I guess I got a couple more I got another Aerosmith one That kind of brings me back to Blood from the Rose But before we get into Aerosmith and Armageddon How about Aerosmith for another all-time music videos All those videos with Alicia Silverstone And the young Alicia Silverstone And and Liv Tyler, his daughter But those are some epic videos But I knew Aerosmith I was shocked to find out That Aerosmith was like a 70s hard rock band Because to me as a kid from like the 90s they were just fucking wayne's world 2 <laughs> not even the good wayne's world but wayne's world 2 and then armageddon of course the yeah, epic yeah, song yeah, of course and then uh, uh uh as well those music videos from the early 90s from that like let it grow or, or uh, i forget what that uh what was that uh, aerosmith album with the cow on the cover but that was like such an uh, epic 90s aerosmith was album dude ranch I don't think so. I think that was one of the other ones, but the uh, I was like shocked that, that I was that, that they were like a Zeppelin era like rock band.
1: Fucking I blew mean, dude, my mind. Really, if, honestly, just listen to Dream On, like it's insane that like that's air like that's <laughs> yeah, Steven exactly. Tyler. You listen like the old Dream On, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> like it sounds nothing like them now. Plus, all those videos from the '90s that we thought were so cool, I've gone back and watched like. Somewhat recently, and been like, this is the fucking wackest shit in the
0: world. I'm not, a fantastic Voyage by Coolio stands the test of time. I guess that's another Coolio, though, uh, uh, would fall into the one of the all-time classic songs from a movie. But uh, Gangster's Paradise, Dangerous Minds. All right. Okay. Which I think I that some, might have uh, been one of those exclusive to the movie soundtracks, which I've talked about. percent, it is. Which I've talked I about cool is Leo literally song. like the first or second CD that Big L W ever owned. I bought like a joint pack where I think my mom, I like, I, I bought like Tower Records, The Chronic, and the The Dangerous Mind soundtrack. But like the first oh, two, because I already had Dookie on on cassette tape and a couple other ones. <laughs> sure, sure. You know what I mean? Maybe even the Chronic or like one of these on cassette tape too. But uh, Dude, so Dangerous Minds have... goes down as like one of, like the uh, – my first ever CD purchase included the Dangerous Minds soundtrack, Coolio.
1: I have some whack shit to throw your way because I have a Coolio song on here that will always remind me of a movie. And then I have not only one but two songs that will always remind me of this movie. Coolio, I'm gonna say "Rollin' with the Homies" from Clueless. Okay, yes, good call. Clueless has a lot <laughs> of great
0: '90s songs, actually. Clueless I, also we, has. You uh, could definitely take Clueless
1: on this list. Clueless has "Where Did You Go" by Mighty Mighty Boss Stones. Where did you go? I even I uh, played it for Ashley Age today. I was like, "What movie?" She's like, "Clueless." Obviously, she's like, "Well, you should say Coolio." <laughs> rolling with the do, uh, that was the big one scene. More 90s one that ashley h actually threw in on this one and uh bittersweet symphony by the verve from the movie cruel intentions
0: cruel intentions yes mm-hmm. great call that was uh was that even the 90s that might be uh that was
1: the 90s okay right i assure you it was. I have a whole story that goes behind the cruel intentions with Sarah movie Michelle
0: Gellar, right? And uh, yeah, 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 Reese yeah. Witherspoon. And Reese Witherspoon. I actually, lo- I, I remember loving Cruel cool Intentions, but like that was, a, it was like, a guilty pleasure. I was like, "There's no way I can tell my friends that I love Cruel Intentions," but <laughs> I think I think sure, one of my dude. friends like let out that they loved. It was like uh, Seinfeld when they all watched the Melrose Place. <laughs> it was just like, <laughs> "All right, dude, can we all admit that Ryan Phillippe is a fucking total, total asshole?" <laughs>
1: Dude, I got one uh, just kind of sticking with the uh, 90s and Bill and Ted kind of theme, but if I ever hear God Gave Rock and Roll to You by Kiss, I, and I know this sounds crazy, I'm thinking Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. <laughs> That's literally this song that they come back with at the end that they, like, pretended to write. Okay, I see, I see. Like, when they come back with the ZZ Top band. Like, but I was going to say, I remember ZZ Top from uh, Bill and Ted's. But it's actually Kiss. God gave rock and roll to you is like the end credits of like Bale and Ted.
0: Okay, interesting. See, when I think Kiss, I got it on the list, but uh, Detroit Rock City has all, a lot of Kiss classics. However, Kiss kind of falls into that like little bit. All of these songs, I feel like, are just are just Kiss songs. You know what I mean? It's For like, sure, they're already so goofy that they're not really from the movie a couple other like classic 90s ones though that we're missing out on but uh Whitney Houston from The Bodyguard never seen the movie but fucking heard the song in every school dance of my life okay
1: well that song I don't know why I know this kind of like what Ron has said in the Zoom. I think Costner was in the video right like Costner's in the video but it's actually that Whitney Houston song is actually a remake of a Dolly Parton song interesting and the movie that the movie that the Dolly Parton song is from is called "The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas" with her and Burt Reynolds.
0: Wow! <laughs> all right, dude, I didn't want to put the Whitney version on the on the list, but spoiler alert: you're hearing Dolly. Uh, I haven't heard this fucking song <laughs> yeah. yet, but what's it called? "Texas Little Whorehouse."
1: My Texas Best whore- Little Whorehouse in Texas. Wow, Dolly Parton. All right, well, uh... it's a musical with Burt Reynolds and Dolly Parton. <laughs> okay. I mean, oh, I might, dude, I got I might one, be watching that for my
0: like, 70s movie Saturday this week, by the way. That sounds amazing.
1: I've got one, and this is definitely 90s style. Uh, it's not a movie, but if I ever hear the song Superman by Goldfinger, I'm 100% thinking Tony Hawk's Pro Skater.
0: Okay, dude, this was you. You you teased this to me earlier when I gave you this. That this is what we were gonna do. You said you had a gamer one. I was gonna guess mm-hmm. that it was a song from Tony Hawk because I knew yeah. that everybody always fucking talked about that uh uh, uh soundtrack yeah. so much. They
1: also have the Ace of Spades. If I ever hear the Ace of Boy, Spades, yeah, yeah, the sure. Ace of Spades. I'm thinking <laughs> Tony Hawk. About what about what? Wasn't
0: there a classic song from Blitz? Remember that arcade football game? I remember my oh, friend dear. had. Um, there is. One I not know like, what it is. I used to play this. Like yeah, like super hard rock song, and my friend would just like fucking have that on in the background all the time, uh, without selecting any. Like we wouldn't select any game mode, and we would just listen to the Blitz soundtrack. But um, that's definitely a good call. Was there any good? Were you a
1: guitar hero guy? Were there any like no, classic I guitar Wes, man? Much like real guitar, I'm not good at a. Uh fake guitar <laughs> like I that doesn't really count because I mean, you really are good like... at
0: a, a swallowing whole tortoise shells and making your way through the sewers of uh, a magical world of
1: <laughs> well buddy speaking of tortoiseshells one of the last ones I have and this one doesn't really count because it is one that's made right for the movie but you know that I'm talking about Ninja Rap by Vanilla Ice for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 oh, Secret of the Ooze great call Yo, it's a green machine gonna rock the town without being seen have you ever seen a turtle get down say what <laughs> all right go well, ninja, think, uh, go ninja, go. go! i think ninja, that one just go, definitely cer- sort of
0: certified it's one on the list
1: all right that's uh, your plus, if you remember the movie there's a fucking fight of monsters and ninjas and they break into a vanilla ace like concert and then he like taps the backup dancers like follow my lead and he's, in- <laughs> he's supposed to be like incorporated into the uh... freestyle about these monster uh, turtles <laughs> fighting in front of them. And then once the turtles I don't win remember the battle, this. I remember they all get on stage with Vanilla Ice and like do a choreographed dance. Dude, Hilarious. It's, uh, I remember, amazing.
0: I remember loving Ninja Turtles two. By the
1: way, and like
0: I'll still go down. Like I'd have a barroom argument right now about how good that movie is, without any re- <laughs> re- recollection of the huge Vanilla Ice music video. So maybe I got to. Uh... <laughs> rethink all right that's a good way to uh i don't think you're gonna top anything from uh uh, uh from that one so i'm gonna give you my last close. and honestly dude i think we got enough room for uh next year we're gonna have a volume three because all sorts yeah. of plastics left in the tank <laughs> yeah but uh for me i headed on my first volume but i know you're a huge fan of this one as well and i think that like for me really the perfect encapsulation of this one as well it had an amazing 90s music video but the uh uh blues Traveler song from Kingpin, but anyway, like where uh, of course the music video has them of all dressed course. up in Amish. So a stupid fat popper right, like, in his big Amish wig, which isn't too different than his regular fucking beard. But uh, they had the great like crossover video. It's the epic end to the as the credits are rolling, the Fairly Brothers are out there dancing. Amazing dude, <laughs> and it's a perfect of way course. to uh, roll the credits on one of the great movies and i'd say a, a perfect way to end the uh, uh uh my half of the list and i don't think you're like i said i don't think you're topping ninja turtle too i'm so. topping
1: i'm not topping turtle rapper culture girl baby
0: <laughs> so i guess that'll leave it to the e- uh, to the emailers and uh definitely send all of your thoughts i guess to the geeked up podcast of course at uh, gmail.com as well you can send it to uh jamminworldpodcast at gmail.com but we want all of your uh songs that made you think of a movie so not, or tv shows as well because i guess i did have a couple tv shows but uh, and yeah, and, yeah. and barnes opened it up to video games so i want the song from blitz from somebody but uh yeah good call for sure, for sure. But I guess that'll wrap us up here for the summer uh, summer music movie special here on Big LW's Jammin' World podcast, which will now be heard, of course, on the Geek podcast page, as well as Big LW podcasts. That's right. The two companies are merging. Uh,
1: exactly. Not one the same anymore.
0: After much uh, contractual litigation, we've come to terms. But it's all part of geeked up pods soon we'll be
1: absorbing the
0: uh no. <laughs> i mean waiting to hear back from the geeked up podcast but uh, uh the other the other geeked up podcast that is but i guess uh, look forward to more on that on uh, uh upcoming episodes of the geeked up podcast and netflix and chat and uh i guess with that we will say goodbye to uh, our main man devin barnes thanks again so much brother No,
1: I don't want to leave. No, man, every time, man, uh, it's always fun to be on here with you. It's always fun to have the responsibility of of, uh, not co-hosting and being a guest. I, uh... Yeah. I get what these guests are talking about. It's a uh, pretty easy living. And I mean, day. you're going to get your own whole
0: uh, whole block on the playlist here as well. I mean, you threw out like a uh, uh, six or seven real bangers. Uh, Expect a Stephen Wright dedication to Devin Barnes on the uh, uh, upcoming <laughs> Jamming World podcast playlist. But uh, uh, all right, thanks again, buddy. Yeah, anytime, brother. All right, and I guess with that. We'll ride out to an old, familiar song from a movie, but from right here on Big LW Podcasts as well, as we'll give one last thank you and shout out to my main man, Devin Barnes from the Geeked Up Podcasts, as we leave the diner in our goofy shorts and stupid t-shirts. We'll take a look over each shoulder and walk off into the sunset for today, but definitely check out the Geeked Up Podcast and Big LW's Jammin' World Podcast on the Geeked Up Podcast on SoundCloud, as well as Geek Pods on YouTube, uh, and of course, all of the various Big LW Podcast platforms. Uh, Spotify, uh, uh, iTown, all that good stuff. So, I guess, with all of that, that is all for me. Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you next time on Big LW's Jammin' World Podcast.
2: game.